want to talk about Jawan James, NFL, NFLPA, a lot going on here. Browns center J.C. Treader is the president uh, of the Players Association. Players Association has urged the players to not come to the facilities, not participate in the offseason workouts. OTAs haven't started yet or wouldn't have started yet, but their workouts have. Now, some have showed up, guys mostly with like big workout bonuses and things like that. A lot of guys, and we'll get to what some of the Browns are doing here in a minute, but uh, a lot of guys choosing to go elsewhere and follow the direction of the Players Association's recommendation to this point until this week where Jawan James, offensive lineman for the Denver Broncos tears his Achilles while working out away from the Denver Broncos facility. Uh, James was officially tonight actually placed on the non-football injury list um, and could miss all of the 2021 season. The significance of this is that he was guaranteed $10 million this year. His play had been underwhelming for the most part, for um, the Broncos. And uh, by getting injured, according to the collective bargaining agreement, away from the facility, he is not guaranteed that money anymore. The rule was already in place. So basically, the league sent out a memo when this happened to all clubs on Wednesday of this week to remind them and clarify that injuries sustained by players while working out off-site are categorized categorized as non-football injuries. And furthermore, that players' salaries are therefore not guaranteed if the injury is deemed of the non-football variety. So this kind of jumps back into the NFLPA's face that they've asked everyone to not report. Um, He's going to lose probably more than likely the Broncos. He's going to lose $10 million that was his. He was guaranteed $10 million this year. He also has received his full signing bonus. They'll probably ask for $3 million of that back. Just by showing up, and I found this interesting, just by showing up and working out at the facility, players receive medical insurance. So even if you don't have a bonus to show up and work out or whatever, by showing up at the facility and working out during this period, the optional workout periods, uh, you are insured. So he will go uninsured by his team, will have to pay for his surgery, etc. and so forth, right? So the NFLPA's advice to for guys to not show up to the facility in my eyes appears to not be a very smart one. And the reason they're doing it is because they want to kind of lash back at the owners. Now they've kind of hidden this in pandemic protocol, uh, you know, is the reason they're not doing it. Well, NFL was pretty safe last year with pandemic protocol. And if you go get vaccinated, then you should be cool, right? To go in and work out at the facility. 
still, they're advising players not to go there. Uh, you know, a lot of them upset about the 17 games being forced down their throat. Well, a lot of this was agreed to in the collective bargaining agreement, and it has also been rumored and said that veterans who are in the top of the Players Association, Treader, other guys, uh, urge the younger players not to go to the building with the idea, they've been accused of this, of maintaining veteran players' jobs uh, versus a younger guy who's going and trying to prove himself and work and potentially take their jobs. Now, they've you know dismissed that as nonsense, and that's not the reason for all of them, you know, pushing away and advising players not to report, etc., and so forth. So when this memo came out on uh, Wednesday, it was followed up on Thursday by uh, a, an email sent out by the NFLPA. Uh, in this memo, um, the NFLPA calls the NFL gutless for using a player's serious injury as a scare tactic to get you to, to come running back to workouts. Um, it's yet another sign of what they uh, think of you and also affirms that they simply want to control you year-round in any and every way they can, the NFLPA tells its members. Uh, then comes the most important part of the email, uh, which is deep into the message or further down in the email. Despite the open threat of a non-football injury designation, Jawan was working out to stay in shape under a program recommended to him by his coach, the email contends. This implies that the union may challenge the non-football injury designation uh, in hopes to get him paid by the Broncos. And really, ultimately, it's up to the Broncos. And they can go into as much depth as they want and challenge this all they want. But it's pretty clear in the CBA and from people that I've talked to and asked about this situation that the Broncos have the right to not pay him at this point. If you get hurt off of campus, unless you're an Odell Beckham Jr. or a star player that they want to keep around, they're going to cut you, put you on the NFI list, and cut you and save that money. For the Broncos in a cap crunch year like this, this is $10 million freed up from a guy that they probably didn't really want to keep around anyways. As I said, his performance had been underwhelming since he signed his contract. He opted out last year. He had already been in the facility working out for the Broncos. So he was already there working out and then decided after uh, Smith and Treader sent their message out to not report he decided to stick with his players' association, bond together, and do what they're asking him to do. So he actually left the facility where he was working out to go work out elsewhere at the request of the players' association. I want to be clear about this. I am pro-player in this situation. And sometimes fans come out and they say stuff and they, they'll take sides of the owner and the player – I'm pro player 100%. I've talked to a lot of players on this show, past players, current players. I'm very pro player. And the NFL is unlike other sports. There's not guaranteed money. It's a lot different. So I'm an advocate for them 
getting what is theirs, right? The NFLPA's message is intended to hurt ownership, right? Because of the 17 games or whatever else they're upset about in the CBA and and, and so on. But telling guys not to show up to facility for workouts, even if they want to, doesn't hurt the owners at all. It's just angering coaches. But the coaches have nothing to do with this. Like, the coaches have nothing to do with it. They have no skin in the game. They just want their players there because they want to get them better, right, for the season. And they want to be able to, to monitor what they're doing and make sure that they're working to the level that they're working at. The, the question about whether these guys should be there or not should be decided by the player themselves individually, A, and with their agent. They should go to their agent in a situation like Jawan James. If he would have gone to his agent ahead of time and said, hey, if I get hurt off-site here, what happens to me? Well, they can pull that your $10 million guaranteed next year. Well, shit, I better get back in there, despite what J.C. Treader tells me, right? Uh, there's a lot of guys like that. On Monday, the Players Association came out to either f- further <clears throat> make this seem totally ridiculous, and and I don't understand where they're coming from on this, because as a Players Association, you should want what's best for the players. Clearly, what's best for the players on a case-by-case basis, but for the majority of them, is to be insured if they're hurt and to be guaranteed to receive their salary if they're hurt. The only way that happens is if if, if they're in the facility. If you tell them to leave the facility and go work someplace else, it doesn't affect the owners. They could care less. What do they care? How is that hurting the owners? So it's a battle they're picking to choose with the owners, which has no effect on them. It's only affecting the coaches and the players. And telling them to go away is not in their best interest. They actually told and came to rookies on Monday, the Players Association did, and told rookies and undrafted free agents not to show up at rookie minicamp. How the hell is an undrafted free agent going to make a pro football team if he doesn't show up to rookie minicamp? That's the only chance he gets to make the team. What are you asking these young guys to do? This is the only opportunity those guys have to make the team. The Players Association is in a bad spot right now. I don't know what they're doing. Why you would advise players to do this makes no sense. If somebody makes that decision on their own, Odell Beckham Jr., always going to work out on his own, do his own thing, right? That's his personal choice between him and his agent and etc. right? The majority of guys should make sure that they're insured by being in the facility and make sure they protect their guaranteed money by being in the facility. Not to mention they have top physical care by the best trainers in the world watching them do all of their stuff. They have coaches making sure that they're getting better. I mean, this email that paints the the NFL in this light of they're trying to control you at every turn and they're trying to uh, 
as it says, uh, you know, where is it at? Calls them gutless for using to play your serious injury as a scare tactic. It's not gutless, it's reality. Jawan James just lost $10 million freaking dollars if the Broncos decide to do so. And it sounds like they will. Everybody I've talked to says that they're going to pull this and they're probably going to ask for $3 million of his signing bonus back. The NFLPA has misplaced this battle and it's hurting the players. How can you ask the rookies not to show up? How can you ask guys with guaranteed contracts that need to protect their families not to show up, make sure they're insured, make sure they get their money? I don't understand where they're coming from on this. And certainly it serves some of the people in the Players Association, maybe four or five, ten percent of them to not be there, to not have to do that, and to not have to worry about younger competition being in the building, etc. But that seems like a real motivation at this point, because I don't understand what the other motivation is. This is doing nothing to the owners. In fact, it's probably saving the owners money. They have to feed less people every day. As rookies, you come in, you don't have a place to, to stay in the city. You just got there. The team puts you up in a hotel for all of rookie minicamp. They're supposed to just not show up, try to make the team not show up, try to learn and, and get ahead so they can have a shot to to make the team just show up to camp later and, and the coaches have no idea who they are when they get this valuable mini camp and a place to stay when they don't have a place to stay in the city. It's, it's, it's counterproductive. It seems totally irrational that the Players Association would ask players to do this at this point. And it seems misdirected, misguided. I don't know. It just seems nonsensical to ask guys to do this once again pro player advocate of the players get your money make sure your money is is safe make sure you're insured show up to the facility and 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 this Juwan james thing is a perfect example of it and if if there's any question if there's any question whether you should be there or not you should at least go to your agent and say what happens if I don't go there in this. But the root of the problem is why the NFLPA is pushing for this. Because it doesn't affect the owners at all. So if you're trying to get back at the owners, it doesn't affect them. They have no... They, what do they care? The, the, the Broncos just got $10 million back on their books in a cap crunch year. In a year that maybe they're going to try to take on Aaron Rodgers' contract. Who knows, Right. This is stuff that's out there now in the NFL, and I just don't quite get how the Players Association is has the players in the best interest at this point. And it's it's a point of hot topic, and I think that I think that they're wrong. And, and it's it's it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out, especially with J.C. Treader, great player, love J.C. Treader, Browns player. Um, be interesting to see how this whole thing comes out with him being the president at this point. Uh, as far as the Browns go, they were also told not to meet 
and work out together off-site. Well, the Browns have already done that. Baker Mayfield went down to uh, West... Pardon me. I can't read my own writing. Weston, Florida. House of Athletes is a very popular workout spot for NFL players in the offseason. Mayfield went down uh, there and worked out with Landry, Hagan, Super, Njoku, Kyle Markway. Anthony Swartz was there with Landry, supposedly, um, and potentially some other Browns players. So they have done that um, already. Mayfield has gone and done that. So instead of hosting people, he went down to the House of Athletes and has worked out with Landry. There's actually a video of him throwing a pass to Landry. I also would like to uh, just say that rookie minicamp is scheduled for the 14th through the 16th, which is next Friday. OTAs were supposed to start May 25th through 27th is Phase 1. June 1st through June 3rd is Phase 2. June 7th through June 10th is Phase 3. Mandatory minicamp, which is supposedly up in the air now uh, because of all of this, uh, is June 15th through June 17th. Let's at least hope they can get that in. But once again, final point on this, and I know I've hit it a thousand times, the Players Association doesn't appear to have the players' best interest in mind at this point, telling them to go away from the facility, be uninsured, risk your salary, uh, going down to, you know, the local gym or some buddy's basement, some old weights or Planet Fitness with all the Joes and Billy Bobs in there trying to, work off their beer guts, you know, I mean, I I don't, you have top-notch medical professionals in that building, you're insured when you go work out in that building, your money is guaranteed or safe when you go and work in that building in case you do get hurt, don't let what happened to Juwan James happen to you if you're a player, how is this in the best interest of the players, that would be my question to the NFLPA. But they're standing behind it. I mean, they don't even want rookies to show up. How absurd is that? How are you going to make a team as an undrafted rookie, undrafted free agent rookie, if you can't go to rookie minicamp? It's absurd. It's absurd. Um, Next week, we will have a show, Wednesday night, schedule release show. Myself, the one and only Jeff Risden from the Browns Wire, will be with me Schedule release next Wednesday. We will have the Browns schedule. We'll have a show uh, on Wednesday night. We may have another show between now and then, but uh, this has been a pain-free Friday edition, deep dive on Malik McDowell and addressing the U, uh, pardon me, the NFL Players Association uh, situation with Jawan James and telling players not to show up to the facilities. So that's my thoughts on that. Hope you enjoyed the interview uh, on Malik McDowell. Get a little insight on him. Uh, initially, it felt like Mike had some more on Malik. He didn't have a ton, but it was still a good interview anyways. He is the player personnel uh, and uh, director of player personnel for the uh, um, Gridiron, College Gridiron Showcase.
as well as the free agent event, which Malik McDowell was at. Uh, and with that, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thank you for watching. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on your way out. We're getting up there, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting up there. Um, we're growing. I appreciate everybody that watches and uh, subscribes. It uh, helps us so much. Uh, and with that, we'll let Troy Hill give you one more. They're all eyes on Cleveland. We here. Yeah. <laughs> One more of those, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, for Mikey on the ones and twos, my name is Brad Ward. This has been another edition of All Eyes on Cleveland. We out.